Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, May 4th. And this is the program that attempts to take the mystery out of your financial life. And we do that by just answering your questions. The easiest way to get in touch with us is to send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Or if you're on the website and you're flipping around there, figuring out like, what shows did I miss? I want to go listen to old ones. I want to read Jill's columns. I want to check out the various resources that Mark does, or maybe you would like to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Mark told me we're very close to a big round number. So I want more people signing up for that newsletter. I'm not even sure why. I don't monetize it. I don't do anything with it. It's just a pride factor. So sign up for that free weekly newsletter. It comes out every Friday. Mark does an awesome job with that. Maybe when you're listening to someone else's question, it conjures up a question for you. That is what happened for Amy, who is on the line from Colorado. And Amy, welcome to the show. What did we talk about that got you thinking about your own financial situation? Well, I've heard several callers now um, ask about whether they should be contributing to a traditional 401k or a Roth 401k. And we recently made the switch from traditional to Roth within my husband's employer retirement plan. Mm -hmm. But now I'm wondering if that's still a good decision for us, given all the government's COVID stimulus measures and changes to the child tax credits. Mm. Tell Uh, me about yourself, like your general situation. Like how much money do you guys earn and what is it that you think you might want to try to capture? Last year, the adjusted gross income was $143,000. 
That's from my husband's income, which is a base of around 130 and a bonus. And then we've also had some ordinary dividends and capital gains. Ordinary dividends from, do you have a brokerage account? Uh, yes, we do. How much is in that, that brokerage account? About 190K. Were you buying and selling or when you say capital gains, did that happen because you had distributions within the funds? What happened in that? Um, yeah, we've typically sold a bit each year. I have a bunch of um, company stock from a previous employer, and I'm trying to mm-hmm. diversify a little bit slowly over time. Okay. How much is in company stock? Um, I think about 75000 Okay. So 75 of the 190 is, and it's all short, uh, long-term capital gains, right? Correct. Okay, good. All right. And how is your cash flow right now? Um, let's go back in time. How's the cash flow when you were using the traditional 401k? And how's the cash flow right now using the Roth version? It's fine. But um, I do feel like we do a little bit of juggling, given that I'm not working right now. I'm staying home with young children. And my husband is working. And so to some extent, we have dipped into savings from when I was working, but um, mm-hmm. we made it all work. Okay. How much money do you have in that savings or emergency reserve? We keep about 70,000 in emergency reserve, which is nine to 12 months of living expenses. And then we also have an extra like 45,000 in checking right now for kind of short-term expenses. And um, just because the income's not entirely even throughout the year. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's money that we'll need in the shorter term. Okay, great. How old are your kids? They are currently five and two, but the little guy will be um, six before the end of the year, which I knew impacted the child tax credit. I see. I see. I want that money. Now, how much money have you guys saved in retirement assets? Let's break it down. It sounds like you worked for a while. So between you and your husband in the pre-tax or traditional assets, how much? I did too, because we're older parents. I'm um, 43 and he's 52. And so, but we have about um, 800 in pre-tax combined and 270 in post-tax. That's good. You own your home? We do. Okay. How much is it worth? About 575. Okay. Mortgage? We have 250,000 left. We just refinanced to a 30-year at 2.75. Oh my God. God, that's fantastic. That's great. Okay. Are you putting money away for your little soon-to-be scholars, your your five and two-year-old? I kind of did um, upfront contributions thinking just give it as long to grow as possible. So we do have about 60K in 529s now, but it's not a huge priority going forward. Um, okay grandparents are contributing a little bit for birthdays and holidays. Oh, I love those kinds of grandparents. I especially like the ones that write bigger checks. What about, what are the plans for you work-wise? You're going to, you're home now, but is there an intention to go back to work when the two-year-old gets into school or is this, are you really psyched about being home and this is great? Tell me which one you prefer to plan with. Um, we're kind of planning as if I don't, although the intention is to go back, but it's just very unclear what that transition is going to look like. I would like to get back to work. It's a lot being home with the kids. You know, my friend, listen to this. I had a friend who was a lawyer and she had her second kid 
And she calls me up one day and she says to me, you know, I have to tell you, uh, I know that I was going to take a, a year off, but I am very worried that basically if I do that, you will end up visiting me in the mental hospital because I can't do this. So it does take a certain type of person who can like really focus and be home full time. Mark is the more of the stay at home parent, not his, the mother of his child. So Mark, you can relate to that, right? Yeah. Mark said if this pandemic goes on any longer, he could end up in the mental hospital. You know what? I'd visit you, Mark. I really would. I'd bring the dogs. I hope that, you know, they'd cheer you up. All right, Amy, let's get back to you. So now you're sort of saying, oh my God, all of this money that could be out there, right? Whether the stimulus payments or these child tax credits, you could snag some of that money, at least certainly for this year, right? Well, so we received um, the stimulus payments of fourteen hundred per person, but um, I'm. Do you guys know if that's completely based on your twenty twenty income? In which twenty twenty. All right. That, that's the reference point is twenty twenty for that. It will not be for twenty twenty one. So the question is, and same to for. Did you get your child tax credit? Are you going to be filing for that? Like, what what is it that you think you might lose if with the Roth? That seems unclear when that would be coming out, but they're saying there's an option to opt out of it if you think your 2021 income might go up um, so that you don't you know, receive payments and then owe it back. Here's what I think. I tell you what, for this year, just do the stupid traditional. Let's make sure that you just clear it, take that money and get it. And then you can make a decision about next year, next year. Truly. I think going to the regular one, just you know, to give yourselves a little safe harbor makes sense. You do have money in the Roth already. He can go back to it next year. And by the way, if next year, all of a sudden you guys are making a lot more money and you would never, or, or even in a couple of years, it's unlikely, even if this, if this child tax credit becomes permanent, which is one of the goals of the new plan that President Biden started talking about last week, the American Families Plan, I bet you guys aren't going to get it because you're going to end up, he's going to make more money. If you go back to work, you'll be making money. You won't get it. Okay. I think that this might be your one year to collect as much as possible. I say, go for the traditional, even though it's sort of holding my nose to do it, but you know what? Go back next year. I think it's fine. It's one year only. I don't want to worry about it. I do want to say one thing about your company stock and the, the money in the brokerage account. Are you guys managing that yourselves? We are. If you look at the 75 grand that's in your company stock, my question is, what is the gain that you are claiming on that? I'm not exactly sure of the amount, but it's mostly gain. Okay. So what I think you're going to probably want to do and really think about doing is that while you are not working, okay, so not for this year when you might get this you know, various benefits. But I think that we, you really want to start to think about looking at that brokerage account and pulling the trigger and getting out of the company stock and actually managing that non-retirement account for more tax efficiency in the future. Because it might be well worth your time and energy to be able to focus on that, minimize the dividends, minimize the capital gains. You, you'll pay the capital gains like big deal. It's a 15%. But if you do go back to work in the future and capital gains rates are going to rise, you could be facing a larger tax bill. So I do think that in the back of your mind, you should think about how can I make that brokerage account more tax efficient, especially if you end up going back to work. Really good point. Thank you. Do you guys have wills? We actually don't. Honestly, it's next on our list. 
Okay. Can you move it up? Is that like right after you call Aunt Jill? You got to get that done. You got these kids. Come on. Right? You're right. That's your next to do. Um, Wills, a power of attorney, and a healthcare proxy. And what about life insurance? Do you guys have life insurance on each other? We do. We have a half million on each of us. I bet that's a little light. I don't know. Do you have term? It's term. And I think we're like five years into a 20. Can he buy more coverage through work? Possibly. I should check that out. Because now the old man's over 50. And as someone over 50, I can tell you, it's yes, you have a lot of wisdom, but your insurance rates go up pretty dramatically. So if he can buy some extra coverage through work, it will probably be more efficient for him. My guess is that it's great. You've got a bunch of money saved, but because he is the primary wage earner right now, it is incumbent on you guys to make sure you protect yourselves. Okay. We, that was our concern was that it would be a lot more expensive now. But. It will be. It will be. That, wh- who told you to marry an old man? I told you to marry a young guy. That's it. Love. Uh-huh. My God. You and your love. All of you and your love. All right. Amy from Colorado, have we covered everything for you guys? I think so. Thank you so much. I'm such a fan of the show, and I think you're doing all of us a great service. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to get the keys to the castle, like Amy and her husband, all you need to do is contact us, our email address, askjill at jillonmoney.com. If you're on our website, we've got a contact button. And if you're listening to this, maybe you're listening on your desktop or someone sent this to you. You can subscribe to this podcast. Just go to our website. There's a way to do it. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We don't really care where. And as always, please remember that this pandemic is not gone yet. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and lift somebody up today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.